Hey, Candice here, and I love all things business and marketing, but my biggest hurdle is my nine to five. That's right, you heard it. I still work a nine to five, and while I like getting consistent income, I'm not able to maximize my God-given talent and all that I know I can be in this world. So instead of dreaming of quitting my nine to five, I am on a quest to making those dreams become reality. Come on this journey with me as I climb mountains, jump through hoops, and leap over hurdles to start and grow a business. What am I going to do? I don't know. What type of business will I start? Who knows? When will I give my notice? Only God knows. But one thing I want to share, and that is this journey with you. So come on this rollercoaster ride with me and enjoy the fun. Welcome to another episode of the Hello C.S. Dorsey podcast. I have Pastor Almond from Solutions Ministry. How are you doing today? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm doing well. So let's talk about who you are and what you do. Okay. Again, I am a pastor. I've been a pastor for over 20 years and just been able to help people in that capacity and within the last year to year and a half, I've become a, an author and number one Amazon best-selling author. Um, I'm nominated right now for a global award for that book. It's actually called Going All In, Finding Success Through Surrender. And then with that, to piggyback off of the book, I have also branched into life and business coaching as well as I've just launched a program to help people to kind of understand that they are designed for success as well as discover their unique individual purpose and find success in what they've been created to do. So that's, you know, outside of that, I'm a husband, I'm a father, grandfather, got a new grandbaby on the way. So a lot of exciting things going on in life, but that's a little bit about me. That's awesome. I love it. So tell us something about yourself that most people don't know. That most people don't know. That most people don't know, yeah. (laughs) Okay, people that know me know this, but most people don't know unless they've read my book, and I do put it in there, but I'm an avid mixed martial arts fan. I love MMA, and a lot of people kind of give me the frown, like, you're a pastor and you like UFC, and I'm like, I love UFC. As a matter of fact, there's a fight on tonight that I will be watching. All right, So, (laughs) so I love the UFC, and it's just... I've married a wife. I had two daughters. I had a female dog. My home is full of estrogen. That is my testosterone release. (laughs) I need it. (laughs) So so that's where I get, I get my testosterone release from is watching the UFC. So, um, so I've learned how to understand women a little bit better, but I still need that, that little bit of vent right there. So I get it. But hey, that's something a lot of people don't know. I do include it a little bit in the book as an illustration and mention that. But most people that don't know me are just here that I'm a pastor. I think we have this idea that pastors don't enjoy sports sometimes. But hey, we do. So You're human. That's right. <laughs> You're human. human. I was a I was a person before I was a pastor. That's right. That's <laughs> right. And it, it's so funny you mentioned that because my pastor, she, oh my goodness, she loved watching the Game of Thrones. And when I tell right. people that, I'm like, my pastor, she told me to watch the Game of Thrones. She was the first one to actually watch it. Wow. And I was like, oh, pastor. I was like, I'm not going to watch that. Then I got into it. I was like, oh, did you hear? <laughs> did you see? 
and then she'll call me on That's the phone. Great. Candace, what's going on? Yeah. It is so hilarious. But the thing of it is, pastors and ministers, they're human. They love human things. I mean, no one's perfect, you know. That's right. You're not That's you're right. not a, a, a a, an angelical being or anything you're down this earth just like everybody else so <laughs> you hit it you got it that's right that's right <laughs> so i'm all about taking action in um, our business our life and our health and i'm all about teaching people just to take those those first steps and whatever it is that they want to do because sometimes it's kind of hard for us to take those first steps because we have so many things going on or so many things against us mindset and everything that it's kind of hard for us to actually do it so what advice would you give to our listeners out there on taking those taking action steps okay i believe that the key is starting the problem is if we never start we can never finish right when we procrastinate <laughs> and we put it off and we do that for a lot of different reasons, Candace, you know, we do that for a lot of different reasons. And the reason we do that sometimes is out of fear. Sometimes it's out of rejection, whether the fear of rejection or past rejection. Other times we do that just simply because we don't know how, right? I mean, trust me, there's things that I'm involved in. I'm sure you are as well that we had no idea how to do what we're doing, but we had to just start. And, you know, when you think about it as, as little babies, it's the same concept. We had to start learning how to eat with our fingers, eat with the spoon, crawl, walk, you know, run. Everything has its, has its genesis. Everything has its starting place. And we just have to be willing to put the initiative or the action, as you call it, into something and start and you may find that what you started isn't for you but you know just start you won't know until you start so i think it's important for us to start i completely yeah i agree with you 100 uh, percent it's the mind is so powerful and it's it's it keeps people from doing a lot of things. But if you can break through that, imagine the possibilities and imagine the things that, you know, you can do. Even even sometimes when, you know, you we try to break through that, it still creeps up a little bit. It creeps up with me. I'm like, ooh, get that out. <laughs> right, right. But it it's um it's definitely mindset and then actually the act of doing it and actually sticking with it. Or just like you said, you know, if it doesn't work out or you feel like it's not you know, good for you is not in the right direction, pivot and shift. Yeah. Absolutely. So what advice would you tell, would you giving yourself 10 years ago? I'm going to be transparent with you um, for a minute and explain to you one of the hangups I had in my life for many years. And that was the fear of failure. Um, Even as a pastor that was doing well, there was always in the back of my mind and my fear of failure may not be like a lot of others. My fear of failure was that in my past I had started things and I didn't finish them. Okay. So I was starting, but I wasn't finishing. I would let something hinder the the process. And in what I try to do now, living out what I know is my purpose. And it has been revealed to me even more in the last couple of years, but living out my purpose, I always had a fear of failing God. I didn't want to fail him in fulfilling what he created me to do. 
And um, one of the things I, on my back cover copy of my book is I put the cemeteries are full of potential. Actually, the cemeteries, CS, are the, are the wealthiest place in this world. A gentleman by the name of Miles Monroe, I don't know if you've ever heard of Miles Monroe, I'm pretty sure he coined that phrase and he passed many years ago, but was a phenomenal, inspirational, motivational speaker. And Miles said that the cemeteries are full of wealth. And the reason he said that is because in the cemeteries lie people who had poems, songs, movies, books, all of these things within them, but because of their fears of failure, they never completed those things. And so I really struggled with that. And so if I would have said anything to myself 10 years ago, it would have been with God, all things are possible. And if we know we're on the path that he has created us to be on and we're God partnered is what I call it. So if we're God partnered, how can I fail? He says, no weapon formed against me can prosper. He says, you know, that if I'm for you, who can be against you? And then my favorite verse, my life verse, is if you can believe, all things are possible. And so I would say that to myself. And I would say that to anybody listening to your podcast today. That's awesome. I have at the end of my outro, let the impossible be possible yes. on today. Yeah. So it's one of them things. I love it so much. And I actually have uh, that written on my checks with God. All things are possible. Love, love that awesome. scripture. Awesome. All things are possible. I love it so much. And I have a little reminder here on my, <laughs> on my computer. God is able. It's hey. also, you know, to remind me to put God in the things that I'm doing. And that was some of the mistakes that I've made as well. I was doing things off of my own, getting frustrated. And right. I said, you know, God, I'm so sorry. I said, mm -hmm. you know, forgive me because I don't think I included you in this. Right. I don't think I asked mm -hmm. you about this. So I'm like, now I'm like, hey, Lord, this is what I'm trying to do. <laughs> you know, I right. want to include you in it. Come on in <laughs> and That's then work right. through it, you. you know, from there, you know. Yes, <laughs> I feel you completely. I feel you. I've been there. And, and you know, the key is, is so many people and, and you know, um, so many people honestly just have no idea. I'm learning more and more. They have no idea even the start. Like I said, they don't know where to start. They have no idea why they were even here. They, they're asking the question, why am I here? What is my purpose? And, you know, I'm really trying. I'm doing a lot of things right now to try to help people understand that and discover their purpose and, and live in their purpose and live on purpose. I can't speak for UCS, but my, my goal, my goal, and something the Lord spoke and downloaded into my spirit a couple years ago was that I want to die empty. I want to leave everything I have to give that God created me to give to this world. And this is, this is the conundrum with that, with that statement is that to die empty is really impossible because if I give the Lord's going to replenish. <laughs> but, but the statement of what I'm saying is I want to know that I've done everything I was created to do. You know, I think about Paul and Paul at the end of his life, when he's being martyred, he says, I have run my race. I have finished my course. When Jesus was on the cross, he said, it is finished. I want to be able to say at the end of my life, 
that I'm not dying with a lot of shouldas, wouldas, and couldas, that I'm dying with I did. Yeah. I'm finished. And so I had to remove that fear of failure. And I had to realize that, like we're talking about with God, if I know I'm in his lane, if I know I'm following him, how can I not be successful? How can I not achieve the thing or the things that he has created me to achieve? And that's what I'm really trying to empower people in and help them to find within my program and some other ways, you know, just help them to find so that they can do it. Because if not, you know, the world isn't being influenced, inspired and impacted the way that it should be because we're not fulfilling what we are meant to do. And, you know, I've kind of coined a phrase, CS, I want to be a grave robber. Going back to that statement, I want to rob the grave of, of everything that it wants to take with it when I die. I want to rob it. I want to leave it all here for the world. That's really good. That's a really good mentality to have. I love it. I, I love it so much. For me, it's one of the things is like, uh, I keep asking myself, you know, what if, what if, you know, and long time ago when I was younger, I was like, I was like, I never want to be like, what if me growing up, it was all about getting a job, you right. know? Everybody focused, no one really actually focused on like going to college and having like a career growing up. So my mom, she was, she was the one that did it, like got her social degree and used that to make better for, you know, for herself. So I modeled her and she was the person that I actually looked up to um, the most. And I said, well, what's next? You know, what's after just getting a job, you know, and I've always had these outlandish dreams or people like Candace go sit down somewhere, get a job, you know, and I kind of like buckled down and I was like, okay, I'll just go ahead and get a regular job. But still in the back of my mind, I still had that entrepreneurial type itch. I was just like, I can't get it out of my head. So I started doing little things and I was like, I love this so much. <laughs> I was like, you know, I awesome. still work a job. I'm still working towards becoming, you know, what. I desire what I dream to be and not only that what God has for me and and so I was like I don't want to be like what if and, but here lately I've been thinking about a year or so ago I'm like oh this is hard this is duh, 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 duh. but you know Lord put it in my mind Candace you've been over hurdles you've climbed over mountains and rocks and everything and you came out successful and you achieved it so why this time you want to kind of step back and just look at the mountain and say, you can't do it. So I was like, just climb the mountain, Candace, and see where it ends you on the other side. Like you've done it before. Yes, that's great. Yeah. So enough about me. (laughs) I can go on days and days. (laughs) It's all right. I could go on days and days. (laughs) I I kid you not. (laughs) So any last minute advice you have for our listeners out there? I would say as a pastor, something I alluded to a moment ago, as a pastor, I have had to be involved in many people's passing. I've stood by the bedsides of those who are passing. I've, I've talked with their families. And in doing that, honestly, as I reflect on those moments, I've understood that I, even with family members, I've never had that mentality that I just shared, I want to have shared with me. I hear people say, I wish I would have, you know, Jody, I should have. And you know, when I think back, I could have, and there's all these other statements that follow those, those phrases. But in reality, I don't hear that. I've never heard that. I've, I've never personally heard somebody say, Jody, you know, I'm done. I have nothing left to give. I'm empty. 
I'm ready to, you know, I've heard people say I'm ready to go, but then it's followed up by the, I should have, would have, and could have. And, and so, so the thing for me is I think people really need to take a moment and put themselves not in a morbid way of thinking, but, but just imagine yourselves for a moment prophetically in the future on your deathbed. And if that was today, what would you say? And I think if we are saying anything less than I'm finished, you know, then, then I know that I've done everything God wants me to do. And I'm not saying imperfection. I'm saying at this moment, because like you said, I've pivoted. I have recreated myself so many times. It's ridiculous. Now God created me to be who I am, but I've had to recreate myself from this Jody to that Jody to this Jody to, and, and I'm evolving in the sense that I'm getting better all the time because I'm getting more tuned in to my creative purpose. And so I think the key is really taking the action, as you said, finding out who am I? Not who did people label me? Not that who did people project on me I should be, but who did God make me to be? You know, I think about Jeremiah the prophet and it said, before I put you in your mother's womb, I ordained you as a prophet to the nations. God created him with a specific, unique purpose in mind. And he's done that for every single person that has ever been birthed in this world. And so it's our duty, it's our obligation really to get back and figure out why am I here? What is my purpose? Who can I impact? How do I do that? Where do I do that? And all those questions, you know, and, and once we find that out, what I've learned, and I'm sure you have too, I bet if I ask you, was it a struggle for you to get out of bed this morning knowing you had to talk to me? You're like, nah, that's, that's what I thrive on. That's what I do. And, and for me, I had, a, I had a coaching call a while back with a lady from overseas. I mean, on the other side of the, the world. And her time frame and my time frame, she called me and woke me up at like three o'clock in the morning, four o'clock in the morning. And we were supposed to talk at six was what time she had told me. She had got her time, time zones mixed up. And so anyway, she wakes me up and I'm like, hello. And, and she said, you know, with her accent, you know, Jody, this is me. Is everything okay? I'm, I'm waiting on you. And I said, what time is it? And she told me and I said, well, we had a mix up. Give me five minutes and I'll connect with you. And so I took five minutes, washed my face and I'm ready. I'm ready. You know why? Because that's my purpose. I can do it when I wake up in the morning. You can wake me up out of my sleep and I can do what I've been created to do. And, and so once you find that, you're not no longer just surviving CS, you're thriving. And that's what we need to do, thrive. God created us to have an abundant life and have it more abundantly. And so quit surviving and start thriving. That's it. And a lot of that is in my book. It really is, you know, um, and in what I do. So let's talk about your book for a moment, because um, I do see that this is on here as part of your um, promotion that you're promoting. So go ahead and uh, I know you sp uh, spoke earlier uh, a little bit about your book, but go ahead and um, talk about your book so our listeners know where to go get it and where to find it. And I'll include it in the link in the show notes as well, but go okay, ahead and awesome. talk a little bit more about your book. Awesome. Thank you for that opportunity. And, and I want to say thank you for your audience for listening to us today. Just share some insight. But, you know, the thing is, is that, again, I, w I didn't write a book. I had a book inside of me to write for eight years. And because of fear of failure, I would not write it. 
And finally, about two to two and a half years ago, I began really researching how to self-publish a book. And I wanted, you know, I believe you should, you should count your costs before you build. So I spent a whole year off and on researching that and felt like I had a good handle on it. So I began to write. The book just flowed out of me. It actually came from a sermon series that I called Going All In. And the concept of the series was, you know, are you in mind, body, and spirit? Are you in, you know, in all three parts of the human, because I believe we're a triune being, you know, are you in, in all of those parts? And so it was really about surrendering. I actually called the sermon series at church, wave the white flag, you know, and kind of come into that. And through all of that, it, it turned into a book that completely went away from the sermon and got into its own dynamic. So the book basically takes the reader through through the life of Abraham, as well as interweaving my own personal stories. So you start with Abraham in his homeland, the Ur of the Chaldees, and how God calls him away from that to the purpose he created him for. And Abraham goes through all these struggles, right? And all these setbacks along the way. And he finally, at the end of the book, gets to the place where he is standing on a mountain, and he's got his son on an altar, and he's willing to give his son. Now, that seems like a contradiction of success, but that was absolute success for Abraham's life. And Abraham found success through surrender. So I've had people ask me, you know, did you mean to contradict, you know, the title, Finding Success Through Surrender? I actually didn't even conceive it being contradictory because I knew the story I was going after until somebody brought it to my attention. And I believe the only way to truly find success is to surrender to God's will and calling and purpose again for your life. And so the book kind of takes the reader on that through eight chapters. It's an easy read. They can find it on Amazon, no matter where they're at. It's global. It's in tens of thousands of outlet streams around the world. Uh, it's on Barnes and Noble. It's at walmart.com, target.com. It's all these places. And, and the funny thing was, you say, you did all that self-publishing right before I was getting ready to have the book printed. I'm talking literally two weeks before. I'd already had everything done, just the contract not signed. I ended up having God bring to my table an opportunity and got picked up by a major publishing house that helped me to do this. And so instead of reaching my small circle, it went global. And so again, you never know what God's going to do, but you won't know until you start. And so that's a little bit about the book and it's getting good reviews. It's actually, as I mentioned earlier, nominated right now. That is amazing. That's amazing. Thank oh, you so much. So it's exciting. We, yeah, it is. So where were you when you, when you found out, like did you find out online or did someone call you and said it was nominated? Like what was going through your head? Okay. So for the nomination, yeah, I got, I got an email and said it was, I said it was nominated mm -hmm. and, and then I had to submit, you know, the information and then they chose it. And so now it's, it's in the running with thousands of other books from all around the world. And again, this is a global award. This isn't a small award. The publishing house I went through actually holds the record for the largest ever one day book site with authors. So, so they hold the record for having the most authors. I think it's a hundred authors in one Barnes and Noble for a book signing. 
And so, you know, they're making waves in this publishing house. You know, they, they do this awards every year and this conference every year, and that's coming up in October. And so, you know, I'm just trusting if it's God's will, it'll happen, but I'm going to do my part and ask people to vote. So, you know, the thing is, is that it's just phenomenal. And so, yeah, I got that email and I was ecstatic, you know, I was like, wow, this is awesome. I'm in the running for a global award and never even considered you talked to me three years ago. I had a, a seed in my soul, but I really wasn't feeling like, which was part of the problem. I felt like I'm not an author. You know, I'm a pastor. But what I didn't understand is I'm really a communicator. And that goes across all platforms. And so that's how God has just evolved me from being a pastor of reaching a few people to being a communicator reaching the world. I love it. So exciting. So where can everyone find you? Okay. So there's various outlets. You can find me on social media at Facebook. It's Jody Almond. And that is J-O-D-Y-A-L-M-O-N-D going all in. I just titled it after the book. So that's a page you can find me and keep up with all the happenings of the book and things like that. That's kind of the, the page for my author, you know, being an author. Um, you can also go to my website, as you mentioned, it is solution. So I did a play on the word solution because I believe everybody that has a problem, that our problems can be found and fixed with our souls. And so solutionministries.com. And so you can find that and it's got a lot of information. It's not just about the book. It's about the life coaching, the business coaching, it's got a page for my program where you can work with me. It's, there's a lot of information on that page. You can order the book through there. You know, it'll redirect you to Amazon. So, so there's a lot of, it's really the, the nuts and bolts of, of who I am and what all God is doing with my ministry right now, my personal ministry. That was awesome. And we're going to actually include those in the show notes as well. So um, when people go to the website to listen to the podcast episode, we'll be right there for them to just click. Awesome. awesome. Thank well, thank you so much for being on the show. I really enjoyed myself. Thank you. Thank you. And I've enjoyed talking with you and I'm excited about your success and what God's doing with you too. It's just exciting. I love, I love seeing people succeed. That's what we're supposed to be doing. So I love that. Thank you. Thank you so much. Hey, thank you for tuning in to another episode. Now, can you do me a favor? If you love this episode, please write a review. Let me know what you think or send a shout out on Instagram at csdorsey underscore hello. I can't wait to read your love notes.